Blog Talk Radio. In my helmet, cleats, and shoulder pads Standing in the huddle Listening to the call Fans going crazy for the boys of fall Hey everybody, welcome to the fifth quarter with Coach Johnson I'm your host, Dave Johnson Glad to have you with me tonight We're running Close to time, but we made it. I was going to have Miss Jennifer and Miss BJ open up for me, but I made it just in time. Um, we got several new things to talk about. This uh, new Alliance of American Football League. <clears throat> I, I really liked that uh, really well the other day. Uh, we got <clears throat> got to watch one of the games, and uh, it was really uh, – I, I liked it for – it was – some of the best football that I've seen in, in a really, really long time. Um, I think I think the fact that these these guys are actually playing for for a position or, or for something. They don't already have the big contracts and, and that kind of thing and and they seem to to be playing hungry and um it it honestly was some of the Best football that I that I've seen played. Um, some of the rules that they seem to let the players uh, get after the quarterback, and just all the stuff they did. I, I really enjoyed um, watching it. Um, the no kickoff rule I think is a, a trend to be coming. We actually did that in the USWFL this year uh, before this league even said they were coming out and. Uh, uh, we talked about it. I think we had the league meeting in August or September, not sure when it was, and, and we made the announcement then that we're not going to do any kickoffs as well. Uh, we do have a little twist to um, our rule that you can onside, but other than that, it's going to be no kickoffs. I, I really, really enjoyed it because most of the time in the kickoffs, I don't know how many all year that went for went for a touchdown, but most of the time, if they're not a touchback, there's a big penalty on, or somebody gets hurt, and you know that just in itself slows down the game. I know it's been a huge part of the game forever, but you know it, it just with with the way these guys with the with the speed and the strength of all these guys, they get going running so fast they can't stop before they hit somebody in the back. There's just all kinds of stuff, and it's just come down to where I think that they've um, tried to tweak the rules and change it and this, that, and other. And I think uh, with the NFL having a hand in this new league, I'm not quite sure what they, you know, they do have going on. But with them having a hand in this new league, I, I believe that uh, we're seeing – 
we're seeing football uh, evolving in the in the direction as far as the kickoffs and stuff, um, the way that it was going to go, uh, that will go in, later on in the NFL. So also, I like the fact that uh, they went for two um, every time. I, I like that rule. I know if you got a good field goal kicker, but you know you think of this: they uh, the extra point was so automatic before. Now they've moved it way back, and it's not such automatic anymore. You know, even the best kickers in the league this year missed uh, extra points. As a matter of fact, there was one missed one to at least tie the game and send it into overtime. So, you know, I, I like the fact that uh, it, it's the same football. To me, it, it was better football. I mean, they, they let them – they really let them play. Uh, we watched the Orlando and the Atlanta game, and uh, – that that was a really good game. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Steve Spurrier, the way he runs offense, stuff of that nature, and and uh, things you know he did. And I like they had him mocked up. Uh, was really uh, telling them, you know, about uh, you know make sure the guys catch the ball this time, dropped it before, first one thing another. So I was. Uh, I was tickled to death to see that. Then we see – I didn't get to see but the one game. But Kemper uh, had kept me up to date with some score. I do like a lot of the coaches in the in that league. And, uh, you know, the guy, uh, Mike Singletary, with the uh, – I think he coaches the Memphis team, I believe it is. And, uh, you know, I, I like that guy. But what he, what he stood for when he was uh, – in San Francisco, I, I like that guy. I like his attitude. I know they got uh, they got drilled, I think, by somebody. I'm not Birmingham, I believe, uh, but uh, he, he's a he's a good coach, no doubt about it. He was a great player. I like his attitude. I like the toughness he brings. I I think that um, we miss we miss a lot of that in in football. It's gotten to be, you know, these players have to be buddy buddies with this one and buddy buddies with that one. And, you know, whatever happened to the, the coach is the coach and what he says goes and everybody else, you know, rally around him and, and do what they need to to uh, step up and play. And I like that guy. I think it, uh, he'll, he'll get them turned around. I mean, it's just one game. I know they're not playing many games, but it's just one game. The Birmingham team, they seem to have a good team. I know Trent Richardson plays for them. I believe the Orlando team, Kareem Hunt, uh, played for them. I've seen where he had signed Cleveland Browns, I guess, depending on what the NFL is, is going to do. Not real sure sure there um, what's going to happen. But we watched some highlights, I think it was yesterday, I believe, and uh, – they kept showing this outside linebacker uh, hitting this quarterback. And he hit him so hard that he knocked his helmet off. And, I mean, he drilled this guy. And it was a hit. And you know what? It was a legal hit. I know in the NFL they probably threw a flag. But, I mean, he did not hit the guy in the head or anything. It was a legal hit. And that's that's the part of the game that, to me, 
you know, that's what football is about. That's what you want your guys and your girls or coach women. That's what you want them to do, you know. And now it's became, so, okay, if you lay a hand on them in the wrong way or if you just smack them in the head. I mean, that call against the Chiefs, against Tom Brady, where they thought they smacked him, that was terrible. I mean, really, like, smacking him in the head is going to hurt him. Uh, that, you know, it's just got out of hand. And if you don't do something about them, not Tom Brady, but a lot of these quarterbacks are going to take off running and they're going to burn you. So, you know, I know these guys got tons of money in them, but I've I seen football on Saturday from the Alliance of American Football. I've seen football the way I used to remember seeing it. They let them play. They got after it. Uh, the game we seen, there wasn't a ton of penalties. They... Uh, they did review a few things and got it right, rightfully so. I, I'll tell you, I know you said people are going to say, well, Dave, that ain't part of the game it used to be, and it's not. But, but I'm going to tell you something. If, if you've got a lot riding on it, you want the right call, no matter if it takes five minutes longer. And, you know, I, that's where I think they ought to be able to review every single play, not just, you know, a, uh, play here and there, I think they ought to be able to review them all. So um, I, I was really impressed, really, really impressed. I, I know that uh, Bill Polian surely sure knows what he's doing. Other guys in in the positions that they are, they they seem to know what they're doing, <clears throat> and they're doing a good job. And uh, the ratings were way higher than the NBA, which I'm not surprised at that, but you know, I'm I'm sure a lot of people, you know, might be, but hey, that's uh, real exciting about it. You know, I, I was tickled to death. Uh, you know, the uh, just just the attitude and and the way these guys went at it, the coaches, you know, went at it. They they weren't. I mean, they played offense to win the game. I mean, Steve Spurrier, you know. Anything about Steve Spurrier, he likes to play offense, and they went at it. And I look, I'm, I like defense. I, I'm a, I, I love defense more than I love anything. But listen, there's nothing better than a good offense when it's when it's running well. You know, so I, I was really impressed, and I'm I'm gonna tell you, I know that they don't have the money that the NFL does, but I'm, I will say this: the NFL was smart enough to somehow figure out how to get involved, because I'm telling you, I would say this, that a lot of people that have swore off of the NFL tuned into this game or went to these games. Uh, when you watch, when they showed the uh, video camera in the stands, there was a good good crowd there. And, I mean, you really haven't heard much about these teams or, you know, advertised much about them. I didn't even know how many teams there was. Jennifer had to get on the Internet and find out, and she told me. And you know what? That's a good base to start with, eh? And I, I'm going to say this. If the NFL is probably smart enough about money that they're going to get involved and stay involved because this, this league is going to, in my opinion, is going to give them a run for their money if they don't because if they keep it like it is now, I'll, I'll say that because I think – Old old school people like myself like the fact that you 
get after these quarterbacks. I can remember in the day, you know, my favorite player was Dan Marino years ago. And my gosh, you could just about maul the receivers then. And you couldn't even hardly get a pass interference call. And today, I mean, you just touch them and, you know, it, it's pass interference. And they actually let several things go uh, going down the field. You know, a lot of these guys handshake, uh, checking and doing this, that, and the other. And, uh, you know, other than tackling them when it comes time for the ball or, or face starting them or, you know, something like that. Man, it's football. You know, that's just that's just the way it is. And they, they've taken away from the game. And I know it's the biggest empire there is, but, you know, there, there's a, they've lost a lot of audience. Uh, throughout the years by by doing what they think is, is best for the game by protecting their players. And I I guess it is if you've got millions of dollars invested in them. But at some point in time, <clears throat> I myself, I mean, I, I don't even know the Super Bowl may have been the only full game I watched all year. I mean, to literally sit down and watch a full game Maybe the only game I watched all year. It just doesn't, to me, doesn't have that same meaning anymore than it used to. And I love football. And that's what I I was excited to uh, get to watch this game and, you know, to see what it was. And I, I told everybody, you know, hey, did you see that game? Man, it was really, really good. It was better than college. It was as good as the pros. These guys were going at it. And, you know, a lot of these guys, well, most of them have played in the pros. You know, a lot of them are trying to get there, maybe on practice squads or whatever. And, you know, one one thing about players, and and I know this from playing, and I know this from, from being around good coaches and, and coaching myself, is that you just cannot judge how good or bad somebody is in practice. You just can't do it. Some people just turn it on when the game is involved. I don't know why that is. I've seen it. I've seen it. And I've seen it. And a lot of them, when those lights come on, it comes game time, they come alive. I've seen it in horses. I've seen it in, in, in rodeo cowboys. All the sports, I've seen it. There's no explanation for it. So, without giving these guys, I mean, sure, yeah, they take them to training camp, and they they have these preseason games. Me and Jennifer and a couple of our players, we go to this training camp that Texans have every year, and they have all these players. But yet they're going, they're they're in drills, but they're not working out with the starters. We we sit there and watch them the last two years. We went and watched the Texans, and then the year before they had the Patriots there, and the and the second and third string works against second and third string. You know they didn't put them in there. You know like Tom Brady, his his receivers were were Hogan, Gronkowski, Edelman, and some somebody else. You know that's the only guys he threw to. The other guy, the once the year we seen them, the guy that plays for Colts now as a backup. He threw to everybody else. I, I just, you know what? I just don't know. I know these these teams are going to say if they would answer me, they'd say, "Well, you don't understand. We don't have this amount of time." And I and I agree. 
that's why I'm saying this league, something to to see these guys play at at the professional level in games that matter, not just a preseason game that doesn't matter. Everybody's in there, and after the first quarter or first drive or two, it's just terrible. It's like a turnover fest or real sloppy because everybody's in there that hasn't had many reps. To see this game that really meant something, I mean, each game, what, I think they're going to play eight maybe, if I'm not mistaken. They're not going to take a bye week. They're going to play a game every week for eight weeks and a playoff game maybe two games on each side. Or something. I'm not sure the scenario. But they they mean something. And these guys, the game that I see, and I'll say that, if anybody that watched any other game, you're welcome to call in and we'll talk about it. You can give me your opinion and the number six five seven three eight three one zero two. But the game that me and Jennifer watched was a really, really uh, good game. Uh, the defense from Orlando, man, they got after the quarterbacks for Atlanta. Matt Tim, I think it was Matt Tim, was the quarterback for Atlanta. And boy, he spent more time on the ground than he did standing up. They got after, him. and I loved it. I mean, they they went for broke from the from the beginning. I did miss like the first quarter. The Atlanta team actually had the lead. I think three nothing. And then from there on, they went on a tear, and, and I, I just, I just loved it, folks. And honestly, I, um, you know, uh, BJ asked me tonight or yesterday if we was going to talk about it, and me and Jennifer had already talked about it, and I said, yeah, I'm going to talk about it because that, that's how excited I was about it. Practice on Sunday, you know, we're we're practicing. I kept asking all the girls, hey, did you watch that game? Did you see that game Saturday? You know, and of course, none of them did, and you know that that you should. I mean, if you want to see good, hard-nosed football, watch this new league. I think it's AAF. Maybe might be what they're shorting it down to, but it's it's really good football. I think they said with all the coaches. Now I might be wrong, and this is offense coordinators, defense for everybody, but all the coaches involved in it. There's like 31 Super Bowls between them. I know Mike Morris, he was the uh, head coach when, um, when or he might not have been the head coach. He might have been the offensive coordinator when, uh, when the Rams was in St. Louis and beat the Titans. I'm not sure if him or Dick Vermeil uh, was the head coach. He's the offensive coordinator. But anyway, he's a really, really good offensive-minded guy as well. And you know, I, I think it's 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 great. You know, and they're going to end the season right before uh, the NFL draft. I think this is going to give a lot of these players over uh, these college players that maybe don't get drafted, you know, an opportunity to go there and play at the next level because it it was way uh, better than a than a college game to me. I, I thought it was. Honestly, I thought it might have been the best football I've seen in a long, long time. And I know people probably going to bash me on that because the NFL is, is so good. And, that, and they are really good. But just this whole game, the whole approach, the no kickoffs, the going for two, 
just uh, you know, just the kind of game where you the kind of mindset when you go into this game, you know, you got to keep your foot on the gas pedal, and that's the kind of game I like. And they they sure did it. So really excited for them. Maybe they'll uh, maybe every game will will be that good. Like I said, I didn't get to see a lot of them. But the San Antonio, maybe they played San Diego. Not sure. I think that was a really good game. Not, I'm not sure how many, who all the teams are yet. I didn't didn't get them memorized, but um, I'm I'm going to. I wanna I wanna get all that memorized so I can uh, you know follow up closer uh, these coaches and things of that nature, and you can learn a lot from them. You know, people people laugh at at me and chuckle and, you know, when, when we're calling plays or whatever and, and I tell the quarterback, hey, we're going to throw this, you be sure to tell her to run this route or catch the ball or whatever. You know, and here's Steve Spurrier sending in the play and, and they're running this uh, motion and, and uh, it's actually a pitch forward, which is a pass to this guy. And he says, tell him to catch this time. You know, and, and I love that kind of stuff. You know, that's that's real stuff that people just think, you know, oh, that don't really go on, but it does go on. And if you watch those games, you will see it. So uh, tune in, I think. I did see the schedule. I know that the NFL Network's covering some. CBS is going to cover some. TNT, I seen uh, when they posted the schedule somewhere, TNT is going to cover some. I'm not sure. Uh, you people that's got cable or direct TV or internet or what, whatever, all those stations come on, uh, be sure and tune in, and, and uh, you'll get to see some good football. All right, on, on another note, I know coming up this Sunday is the, uh, for all you race fans out there, and I'm just a sports fan in general, and I, I don't watch a lot of racing, but we follow follow it a little bit, and they have a, you know, big NASCAR race up here in Bristol, and we always try to work it and do some kind of fundraiser and and stuff of that nature. So we uh, we uh, hoping to get to do that again this year. But the Daytona 500 is uh, is Friday or Sunday, excuse not Friday, Sunday. So that's going to be um, a really really good. Being you on Sunday, if you haven't got to follow it, or if you do follow NASCAR or whatnot, that ought to be a good race, a great American race, they call it. I never can understand why you winning that is like winning the Super Bowl, and they always have it first. I never, I never could figure that out. But either way, um, they, I think they qualify on Thursday for their start at the Daytona 500. Old speed week down there. They have a lot going on. I heard on the radio today. They have a lot of stuff going on down there. Getting to some women's football. Uh, this this year we have uh, we've added a few uh, people to the uh, to our league. And one being Miss Wendy Sweeney. Uh, she has a big title that comes with her. MSN, APN. Slash BC, she's on board with the W with the USWFL as marketing and public relations manager. Uh, if you folks don't know Wendy, you should. 
go-getter. I tell everybody she's a hustler, man, and that's, that's just what she is. And, uh, you know, if you don't uh, if you don't know her, you're you're missing out, man. There's never a dull moment when she's around, and and she she gets things done. She don't stand around and wait. She she gets things done. I was talking to BJ tonight. We're uh, we're gonna hopefully get some uh, things uh, going on with the show here to make it better as well. We can really have some guests on and just do lots of things to upgrade it on my part. Uh, as a whole, it's you know it's tough tough out here to, to do things. Wendy's helping us out. Get involved, and like I said, she's a she's a go getter. Um, you know, her daughter's actually the one that's uh, want to film, but well, is in the process of filming and the making of of the movie about our team. And we're excited about that and the direction it's coming in. I know Jennifer had met with them the other day and really got the uh, grasp of the uh, storyline. I guess you might call it. Exactly what's going to go on, and she come home and was excited about that. So, and then, you know what? It's not very long till women's football cranks up, folks. I, I hate to say that this coming weekend was supposed to be the game in the Hampton Roads area, Norfolk, Virginia. Lady Gators was hosting, was going to host a jamboree called She Got Game, and all the teams that told her they would come backed out except us and them and uh, we, you know, didn't have anybody to play and we couldn't just, she couldn't afford to get the field and we couldn't afford to go there and play just for a couple quarters and so she had to cancel and I'm, I'm real sad about that. I was hoping that we'd get to have that thing next year. I for sure, somewhere, somehow, want to wanna have some and I'm going to get some teams that, uh, that won't back out, you know, and it's sad that, you know, it, it comes to that because all these are tools to help your team. It, and I, I don't get it. You know, that's just what I was talking about. This new league, you know, helping these guys and putting them out there and getting them uh, recognized and all that. It, you know, it's the same thing with your team. Get it out there. Get them some, get them some exposure. Get them some experience. You know, it's like everybody's scared to death and want to hide and, I just don't get it. I, I, I really don't. And I was sad to uh, hear her say that she was going to have to cancel. And we were sad that the teams bailed out because that left us uh, in a bad spot. We had all planned to go. Our whole team planned to go. And, uh, you know, just unfortunate thing. But we do have something really special uh, set up for our team this weekend. We're excited about that. Uh, Glad to be glad to be doing what we're going to do for these girls and uh, have a good time. Uh, women's football, folks. I'm I'm telling you, what is it? March 30th is when the USWFL kicks off. That's not very long at all. I don't know exactly how many days it is. I haven't started counting down the days. We still got some business to take care of before then, but uh, as soon as March 10th's over, I'm going to, well, it's March 10th's over. It won't be but 20 days, I can go ahead and tell you. So uh, I just don't want to put the cart before the horse. 
overlook anything or anybody, but we're really excited to get the year started. I can I can assure you that. We are we're busting at the scene. We've been pressing and wading in the mud here in East Tennessee. It's did nothing but rain and, and we've been right out there and you know, they're just nowhere you can get dry other than inside and all the places we can get inside are just gyms, you know, uh, gymnasiums. Uh, I'm glad to be able to get in those, don't get me wrong, but it's really hard to to work on a lot of the things you need to work on uh, in those smaller facilities. You know, a lot, of, a lot of these places, I know like Detroit, I talked to their owner, you know, a couple of weeks ago. I was in uh, the uh, Michigan area up there, and it was negative nine. And uh, I talked to her about when our game was going to start, and, you know, they even ain't even been outside yet. They've got uh, indoor practice facilities or or whatever they use up there. So, you know, they're, they're inside. Now, they probably are a lot bigger than what, you know, we use here. There is a few around here uh, that is probably – big enough to do anything, but you, you can't get them. So what we use is, is gyms of, of either small college or high schools or wherever we can get. We have used some church gyms in the past. You know, just, just wherever we can get to work out and do things. And, you know, every, every little bit you can do helps. There's nothing, you know, every repetition, I guess. Even though you're, you know, you're not on the practice field, but when you're in a tight gym, you can't even spread your whole formation out without shortening it down or, or something because it's not near as as wide as as what you would need. The depth of them is is fine, but the width of them is not near as as wide as as what you need. So I like I like to get outside. This past Sunday. May have been one of the one of the best practices we've had in a while. We we really learn a lot. It's it's man, it, it's tough. People don't realize how tough it is. You know, and, and I'm not gonna harp much, but a couple. You know, we've had a couple former players, and 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 both of them have the attitude. You know that they left. And, you know, playing playing for us is is all or nothing. You know what? There couldn't be truer words stated if, if I would have said it myself because, listen, from the time I can remember my neighbor talking my mom into letting me play football in the second grade, all I cared about was being at practice every single day, playing the game and winning every single game, every game, every practice. I, other than an injury, being at the doctor or for an injury or whatever, never missed a practice nor a game in my whole career playing football. And high school, elementary school, middle school, none of that. I never missed a practice nor a game. So, yes, you're you're correct, girl. It, it is all or nothing. And when I when I say that, I'm all in on this team. You know, I do things to make sure that I'm all in. There's 
other girls on this team change their lifestyle, change their this to make sure they're all in. I'm going to tell you something. If you think for one minute, anybody out there listening, that the Divas or the Boston Renegades or or the Texas Elite or all these really, really good teams, if you don't think for one minute they're not all in, you're sadly mistaken. I'm telling you, any level of football, any level of basketball, any level of any sport, you better be all in if you want to win, if you want to be good, if you want to have a great organization. Whatever you do, whatever it takes, yes. Now, there's teams out there that are not all in. And I'm sure anybody that don't like the fact that we are all in, they would probably let you come to play for them and be glad that you did. But just remember, look at their record. Look at the way they handle themselves. Look at the amount of coaches they go through. Look at the way they do their organization. Look at all that, and you'll find what happens when you're not all in, when everybody is not. Now, things happen. Listen, we, we live in the real world here. Things happen. You know, it's like I don't I don't even like missing these shows. And, you know, I've had to miss several over being sick or, or being out of town or whatever. Tonight I thought it was going to be late getting on here. Uh, like I said, I was prepared to have Jennifer and BJ start for me so I could get here. I, I don't like missing because when I say I'm going to do something, I, I want to do it. And, you know, I bust my hind in all day long just to make sure that I could. And it come down within, you know, within the last minute of, of this thing starting before I even knew if I was gonna gonna make it or not, you know. But that's what being all in means to me is is being all in. You know, not just today, tomorrow, well, maybe two weeks from now. It's you know, we think of football around the house all the time. We try to figure out ways to make our organization better, our league better to make this show better. I mean, we're we're thinking of ways all the time to get better. Everything we do right now revolves around football. And you know what? That's that's just the way it is. It's just the way that it happens. And, uh, um, you know, um, you've got to to do it, you've got to make ways to do it, you've got to figure it out. Uh, not only are we, you know, we're doing all this stuff, we're, we're doing other things in the community. I know uh, our team is partnering uh, with the Girl Scouts to a, a camp for those girls. Uh, Jennifer's been uh, working with those with the organization all week, trying to get something worked out and uh, to get get that started, you know, I, I would really love, and here's the thing, I'm, I'm trying to shorten my time down uh, within women's football so I can get back to roping, and here yet I want to take on another task, but, you know, Jennifer's always going to be around football. I mean, you know, she, years ago when, you know, when I quit playing football, if 
I, I played every Sunday forever because I just couldn't get it out of my out of my system. I, I would love to play that much. And then I really, I always, didn't always, but when I was a junior, um, I started roping uh, pretty a lot. And that, once I graduated high school and realized I wasn't going to go to college, and when I wasn't roping, I did play on Sundays, and eventually that's what took over is, is, is what I really love to do. And, you know, Jim, I got Jim for starter open. I don't know how long after we was married. And, and, you know, she'd never been involved in sports or anything. And then she started playing football. And, you know, that's football's what she loved. And I, I get it because, man, it, it was like it was like the biggest drug that I could have ever took. I mean, it just consumed my life from the time I was in the second grade until I was in the 12th grade. I mean, if we were out of school, Rain, snow, shine. We was playing backyard football somewhere. Uh, you know, I, I can remember uh, going to to uh, you know family reunions and stuff, and me getting a football game together against people that you know wasn't even that good, but they'd run their mouth, and I'd put them on the ground anyway. And you know, I understand football is 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 real addicting. And you know, she she said, "Hey, yeah, I, I like this, you know, better than rope." Hey man, that that's she should, you know. It, it's a golden opportunity that she's she's got here, and you know, in years, even though once she decides to quit playing, she can still keep the team, keep keep coaching, stay involved with it, get these young girls in the Girl Scouts. I mean, listen, there might be for every twenty girls or thirty girls that come along, you might find one that's really interested. But there's several, and if you keep after it, you can get them started early, get them involved, you know, get them coming to practice and, and working out. And eventually, if you get enough, you can, you know, start your little team or little organization. And there's just all kinds of ways, but you got to keep it growing. You know, you really have to keep it growing. People people don't understand how what it takes to build teams. You know, that's why I say this new league can be great for the NFL if the NFL will let it because they can be building these guys for their league. I mean, like some of their rookies that's not going to get playing time this year, they could send them there to play some games, get some really good snaps underneath them. I heard Jennifer say, uh, I think it was Jeff Fisher said the difference between a good player and a great player is 1,500 snaps or something. You know, there you go. So you got to replenish. You have to replenish. I mean, there's a we have several girls in the in the Dirty Thirty Club. We have several young girls, but you've got to replenish. Those girls know as much as they want to play forever, they can't play forever. So you know, I don't know how old these girls are in the Girl Scouts. You know, I don't know how many of them are even interested in playing. You know, football, but. They're interested at some point or way because they've reached out, reached out to Jennifer uh, about this camp. But at any level of sports, you have to replenish. It's like the, um, the she just said they're K through 13, so there's several, you know, 
several of them that are, you know, going to become of age in the next couple of years. If they hang with it, then they could uh, be, you know, be on the team and, and uh, be playing. So there, there's the thing where we went to school, me and Jennifer and, uh, and the quarterback plays on our team, Ashley Minor, we all graduated from Sullivan East High School. The coach of Sullivan East High School, for some odd reason, got rid of the freshman program. So, so how how do you build your young guy? Because I'm, I'm gonna tell you, you you can't. When I when I played as a freshman, I was almost as big as a freshman as, as I was as a senior. But I'm going to tell you something, and I thought I was good. And, I mean, by most standards, I probably was pretty good. And I got to dress out in some of the uh, varsity games. And when I tell you dress out, that, that's all I did was dress out. And I'm going to tell you right now, I don't think I could have I, I could have played. But I'm going to tell you, I got my bell rung. The difference in playing as a as a freshman, you know, if you're, if you're late going to uh, early getting started in school, you could be really, really young as a freshman, and you could be playing against guys 19 years old, you know, that got started late. Man, I'm, I'm telling you. So we played eight games as a freshman. Then the next year when I moved up to, to a sophomore, I started on offense, and they even let me play some JV games on defense to get a lot of snaps to get prepared because the JV is made up of juniors and sophomores versus what the freshmen, what the, uh, the freshman teams that I've seen to help me get some snaps, get some more experience at that level under my belt. And before the year was out, when I was a sophomore, I was starting both ways on offense and defense. You know, that's, that's what you have to have. So when you get rid of your when you get rid of your replenishing program, how do you figure your your where are you getting your players' experience? Well, you can say, well, you have a JV, okay. You have a JV now. Your JV, you want your sophomores definitely have to play JV. You want your juniors playing JV that need the reps to step up the next year to be your seniors, okay. So where does your freshman fit in? If they're really good, yeah, they're going to play. If not, they're going to stand out there, and all they're going to do is practice and not get any any good coaching, not get any reps that mean anything for a whole year until they become sophomores. They're a year behind. Well, you go look at our program at this school, and we're way behind. We're way behind. I know I talked to... Uh, a grandparent of two of the boys that play, which he was a coach when I was at the high school, and me and him had a long conversation. He is livid about it. He is just beside himself that they don't have no freshman program. And and I don't blame him. If I had kids or grandkids there, I, I don't know that I could take it without getting this guy fired or something. I mean, honestly, or, or I mean, something would have to happen if I had kids because they need that experience. That's that's what these young girls need. They need that experience. So many times you, you see the great 
athletes over the years. You know, I, I've seen it a bunch in, you know, in roping. Is is kids? They'll start out. Well, it's, it's tough, and then they'll, well, I don't know, I won't do it. And then several years, they'll want to start back. Well, then they're just so far behind the other kids there that's not even funny. The kids that stayed the course are so much better, you know. That's why it's going to be important if we can get this uh, camp, camp for them can. I hope they can handle it uh, with with these girls. You know, they're probably, these big young girls, they probably teach them a lot more than I could. They could probably uh, talk to them better than I can. I'm not saying I won't help them, but, you know, they could probably relate to them, I guess, uh, more than more than I can. So, you know, it's the only way to to replenish your program. I mean, we lose players every year. I mean, we've, been lost, we've lost two veterans, if you want to call them veterans, that played for two or three years this year. You know, already they quit. So, you know, we don't have anybody to fill in their spots. So we've got to get something going for them. Along the way, it takes money to do all this. We're a nonprofit organization, you know. People are not just jumping at you to, to help you do anything. It costs a buku's of money to, to rent fields, um, to get equipment, you know, to, to get people out there to help you, get these girls going. Not only that, people that have the same thing in mind that you have, you know, we're we're sort of we're sort of behind uh, getting that done. I know several years ago we talked about it when we set up at the at the fire at a, at a recruiting promotion. You know, we had all kinds of young girls, um, you know, interested in, and in we just never could get it together because we we wanted to go through the local boys and girls club and. And they're not interested, you know. They're just not interested in helping you. These these places are all about themselves. They're not about what's best for the kids. Uh, the schools, you know, they don't want to do anything. We just seen the other day, Jennifer seen uh, the little girl Sam, something's her name. Uh, she's a, what the founder of the youth girls football in Utah, you know. And Utah Falcons got a heck of a team. They've also got, if I'm not mistaken, they got to, uh, I'm not sure if they got it in high school or not, but they got football uh, for these young girls to play. You know, that that's what it's going to take. That team will be good. I mean, at some point, I guess everybody will probably catch on, but, you know, in the small area where we live, we're already behind. I mean, by the time it gets on here, if we don't do something now, we're going to be that much farther behind. So you, you have to replenish, and, you know, we're, you have to be, you have to have a purpose. You have to be exactly what these girls said that we were, is it's all or nothing, and we're all, you know, we're all in. And that's the way it has to be. No ifs, ands, or buts. And uh, we, we want to be all in on everything we do. I mean, I know, you know, over the years, I've I've been uh, criticized and talked about because of my attitude and, and roping and stuff because, listen, I hate to lose, people. I'm telling you, you don't know how bad I hate to lose. I hate to lose more than I like to win, and I love to win. So 
it, it it's tough when you you want to win so bad you'll do anything. I mean, I about saw, I, well, I saw a lot of meat off my thumb the other day just to win uh, some money and place in her open when most people wouldn't dare do it. But that's just what meaning means to me because it really is all or nothing. And you know, I I want to. I want our girls to want that. I want them to not just see that that's what I want, but I want them to want. That's what it's got to take. It's got to, they have to feel that through me and have to take that and feel it in their chest like I feel it in my chest. And Jennifer feels it in her chest. And Junebug and, and a few of the other girls along the way, they all have to feel it in their chest, you know, it's it's not anything you can just say and, oh, yeah, I, I got it. It's not an app. You can go down here to the app store and load up or whatever. You know, you, you've, got to, you've got to believe it. You have to live it. You have to feel it, you know, and and that's that's where sports over the years uh, has taken a, a bad turn. You know, kids... It's okay to quit. It's okay for their parents to quit everything. Nobody means, nothing means anything. And then they get to be adults and all they want to do is play video games. You know, everybody wins at that, I guess. I'm not a video game player, never have been. And I want to get out and do something that, you know, that you have to work at. You know, that's why that roping has always been so so addicted to me because it's so challenging. You just, man, you won't talk about football challenging roping challenging. I mean, it challenges. You take, I heard a statement one time of people saying, oh, man, I can rope that dummy. It's easy to rope. And it is standing on the ground. I can have anybody catching, when I say a dummy, it's, it's, a, it's a plastic or a rubber thing that uh, simulating of a cow, so I think it's called a rope of dummy. And I can have anybody catching a rope of dummy within a matter of minutes. It, it really is that simple when you break it down and, you know, do the baby steps and, and, and go from the ground up. It's that simple. Here's the hard part. Get, get on a horse and do it. You know, I heard somebody say one time that, talking about rope and being easy. Well, they said, who's the best rider in the world? Somebody named this guy. They said, well, put a rope in his hand going down the arena chasing the cow and let's see how good he is. You know, that that's what it, it's always been challenging and I've never mastered it. I feel like at times I really, I really got a grasp on it and I can really see progress and then the next day it's just like... Everything I did gone out the window. You know, I, you, you, it seems like you just lose your train of thought. And it, it's tough, man. I mean, it, it's just like, it's hard to explain. It's just like, you know, well, we used Philip Rivers this year. He went one whole game and only had a one incomplete pass. And it was a throwaway through Alabama. He completed every single pass that he threw to a receiver. And then, what, two or three games after that, he couldn't even complete 50% to the same receivers. Maybe it's because they just dropped them. 
right? I mean, there's just all kinds of variables, you know, come involved. And, and the fact that I never could just plumb out and out master rope and has is just kick, you know, with that and the and the competition and and the want to to win and and all that just keeps the drive uh, alive in me. And, and I know for you know for the past six years we've been trying to get this football team uh, where it needs to be, and and we're we're not completely there, but we're we're close to you know as good as as we had hoped to be at, at this point after this will be our fifth year of playing. Uh, I, I'll never forget, I told Jennifer that when we started this team, we we actually, before, before we started this team, we were in the process of getting players and stuff together. We went to the, uh, with the Rock Hill, South Carolina, to watch the IWFL championship game and the All-Star game and things of that nature. And I watched, at that time, they had well, what was what would be Division One, Two, II, and Three, basically. Uh, they called it something else. And, you know, we watched when the Carolina Queen won the, what would be the Division Three game. And, and I'll never remember, I'll never forget, you know, thinking that, you know, with players we had at that time, we didn't even have 11, but what we had was, was better than most of what I seen out there on the field. And I told her then, you know, five years we could be competing, you know, for a championship. And we played in several of them and won one and and, and work, been working really hard this year to try to get back to another and, and see what happens and, you know, you can't – people try to, to, to master sports or be the best they can be or all they can be or whatever you want to call it. And that's – this is why I think people quit football, women's football in general. I, I think because they don't understand the grind. To be great, what it takes, it's a grind. You know, you can't, well, I'm going to play today. Well, this week I'm going to go here. Well, they won't miss me in practice. I'm going to go to this. I'm going to go to that. It, it don't work that way. It, it doesn't work that way. And it doesn't work that way in any other hobby either. People just don't care that much about their hobby. But I did. You know, me and, me and Jennifer, you know, we, I ain't going to say, we, we, we hadn't been, when we started this team, we wasn't just, burning the roads up roping, but we were going to several ropings and, and this, that, and other. And when we started this team, hey, we realized real quick that it took so much time that there just wasn't that much time for roping and football. You know, every weekend we were practicing. Every During the week we were practicing. I mean, we practiced for a whole year before we ever played a game. And then, you know, we play on Saturdays. All the roping are usually on Saturday or Saturday and Sunday. And then, you know, if we travel, I mean, the last thing we'll do. So, you know, you you can't have two hobbies. We could we could have put half effort into playing football and half effort into rope. And I did fiddle around some at the house and practice a little bit here and there. But 
not really go to any opens because you you can't split your time. It it takes one or the other takes all your time. And you know, I, I dedicated myself to to this team and, and so, you know, for the about the last five or six years I've just roped here and there and just relied on uh, I ain't gonna say so much skill but just you know, say it's like riding a bike, you don't forget you don't forget how to do it but so many little things. You know come come July I'm gonna uh, after the all star game and, and stuff like that I'm gonna start roping more. I, I really I've missed it. Uh, I'm getting old. My skill my skill surely the diminishing or diminishing, however you wanna say that. I ain't getting no younger. My horses have got older, I'm gonna have to try to get me another horse. I'd like to, you know, before I get plumb old make one more good run and, and trying to trying to win something big and uh, get back into it. I'll still still help and be a part of the team. I just I'm gonna, you know, I'm just gonna start start roping more. It just, you know, takes takes a lot of time. Uh, something I, I really enjoy and been going every other week for the past well, I guess well, every other week I went this past week was the third one so um for Brad Nims, we had him on the show. He does the rodeo and been having a roping and uh, he qualified into the rodeo. So uh, I've been been having a good time. And, uh, just realized, you know, you want to enough, and there, you know, first thing everybody says, man, you know, you gonna start roping. And the, and the first thing I tell them is, look, you can't have two hobbies. You can't, well. I'm going to say this, you can't have two hobbies and have a job, too, and, and if you got two hobbies, you better have deep pocketbooks or a really good job, so you, you can't you can't have all three, you know, and, and it, it takes so much time and effort to tell you that it, you know, there's so, you can do a lot of stuff on the ground, but, you know, there there's so many variables to, uh, and hurdles to jump and overcome, just being being in roping and and being in football, you know, we don't get to practice. I mean, just think, just think if you practice every day of the week, how good you could be at either at anything, you know. And so we we try to cram everything into one day of practice, and uh, you know, at times it sort of you take a step back because. You don't feel you see a lot of them. They do a lot of work during the week, and a lot of them they don't do a lot of work. And a lot of them only think about football when it's football time. Same with rope. And I see a lot of people, and that's sort of been me over the past few years here and there and here of lately as well. I mean, I haven't even well, I messed up my finger up there, and I haven't even got to pick up rope from the time I heard it till this week. So two weeks went by, and I'm you know. I'm not doing what I uh, preach. I'm not practicing what I preach, but it's it's more or less like a practice. What I'm going to be more or less like a practice scrimmage type deal, trying to get back into it. But you you have to dedicate your time to any sport if you want to be good. That's you know if anybody would take anything of what I said 
Crusader Night, it's it's dedication and commitment to whatever it is. If it's fishing, if it's skiing, if it's playing checkers or chess or chess or, or, or whatever it is, you know, you, you have to be dedicated, committed, and you have to be all in. It has to be all or nothing. And some people just aren't driven that way. You know, so much of this, you know, let's go out here and play some backyard softball. You know, well, I, I know this. Uh, uh, the preacher that married me and Jennifer, his wife and, and him are really, really good people. Really, really good people. And, you know, most religious people are desperate. Some odd reason ain't into sports or whatever, and I'll never forget. You know, we was talking to them several years ago, and maybe when we were just starting this team, and you know, I'll never forget the the preacher wife saying, "Well, I'll tell you this: if you're gonna play, you might as well win. You might as well be ready and want to win." And and she's exactly right. And I don't care what it is. We go down to Jennifer's parents and play rook. It gets heated. What do you want to win? I, 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 for the life of me, can't can't figure out how anybody could ever think that you can't be all in or all or nothing and be a winner. I, I don't get it. I, I, I've, I've thought about that, thought about it, thought about it for for days, and I, I, I just don't get it. I mean, I, I don't know. That's just the way I was raised, man. I mean, just. A fighter my whole life from the time I was a kid till till now, you know, of, of fighting and scrapping and working to have everything. And I, I guess just just being being that way and and being prepared and and having something that you can be proud of, it just means a lot to me. It, it's just something that I just really you know take take pride of. Take you know. I, I, Words can't explain what I what I really feel, but you know that that's what it means when when you all in. You know they they had those um, had several of those football things, and it was all or nothing. You know, and and it's pretty much that way. I mean, if you don't win the Super Bowl, then then you're just like everybody else. You can say, well, yeah. We made it to the playoff. We did. You made the playoffs. You made it to the Super Bowl, but you fell short. I know you got to get there. That's something to build on. But when the year starts, you set out to win the Super Bowl. You get these players. You got all the same tools. Everybody's got the same tools. You set out to win a Super Bowl. So it truly is like the Cowboys did one all or nothing. I don't. Can't remember who else did one, but you know that 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 is it. And and I I want our players to to realize that. I want them to feel that. You know, I want them to 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 feel that in their heart. I want them to take offense to people that would say, "Well, man, you take it too serious." Really, I didn't know you could ever take winning too serious, working hard too serious, want to be the best too serious. Tell Michael Jordan that. You know, tell Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Dan Marino, Joe Montana, probably the four best quarterbacks to ever play. 
Tell them that. Tell them that. Tell Peyton Manning when 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 he goes and gets a knife set down his back, he can't even throw a ball and he has he goes over to a secret place to work out just to see what he can do. Tell him it's all or nothing. Yeah, he made millions. But the thing was he didn't even have to play to make those millions. Because he wanted to. Just because he wanted to play. He wanted to be the best. That's what people don't understand. Because a lot of these guys don't play. They don't work hard to get. Once they get that money, they get that guaranteed check. Well, it's sort of over. But not for guys like that. It's not over. It's not. And you can see them. They're a rarity. They are a rarity. They want to win. They want to be the best. And they know to be the best, you got to do whatever it takes. And I'll never forget, he couldn't even, I remember him, you know, talking about him, he couldn't even palm the ball. Couldn't even throw it. I mean, there was just so much speculation on it. Same with Andrew Luck. You know, same kind of deal. Look what, you know, look how where he's back to now. That That's that's what you get, and I, I know, I know. A lot of people don't say, well, those guys get paid. Let me tell you something. Peyton Manning, when he was at the University of Tennessee, he was on a scholarship, yes, but he wasn't getting paid then. When he was doing whatever it took to get every single rep at practice, that means lock another quarterback out. If that means, you know, I can remember David Cutcliffe saying, the quarterbacks had a meeting, and they would meet for three hours, and he'd be ready to go, and Peyton Manning would want him to stay there another three hours. They wasn't getting paid then. He wasn't getting paid then. He wanted to get paid. He wanted to play in the NFL. He wanted to be the best, but he wasn't getting paid then. Not everybody gets paid for doing something other than winning other than the pride of being great, other than this heart in your chest of knowing you were the best because you worked hard at it. It's not all about the money. Everybody I call you here, money, 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 money. How do you get paid? Just that and other. Man, do you realize how many people play in sports that don't get paid? A bunch. So, you know, just because you don't get paid don't mean you can't be great. Doesn't mean you shouldn't be working toward whatever it takes to get paid. You know, at at some point, it's, it's going to happen for women. At some point, I'll promise you. But it's not going to happen for the ones that slack along the way because they want to get paid, but they're not willing to do whatever it takes to help that transition. And there's a lot of them. And a lot of them know who I'm talking about. And a lot of them will get paid because of their work ethic. Maybe not because they're the best players or the most talented because they work harder than everybody else. And you want players like that on your team. I'll guarantee you this. You go you go ask Nick Saban. You go ask Bill Belichick. You go ask um, Steve Spurrier. You go ask any of these coaches. Who, who they'd rather have, a guy that had talent 
that wouldn't work, or a guy that didn't have as much talent but worked his tail off and was hard-nosed. And they're going to tell you, you give me the guy that works hard every time. So just talking about it won't it happen, won't get it done. So you you have to be you you have to be all in. It has to be all for the win or nothing. Is that what it has to be? So you know it, it goes all right back full circle of of getting replenishing what's in your heart, working hard, getting these girls, getting these boys ready to play. You know, it, it all goes full circle, folks. It doesn't matter what the sport, you know. So uh, it it really does. It, it can be any sport. But you have to do those things in those orders if you're ever going to get anything accomplished. I'll promise you that. Um, so, again, special thanks to uh, Wendy Sweeney for joining the USWFL everything for, for our team that she does listening. Uh, if you're not, thank you anyway. Anybody that knows Wendy, uh, give her a thank you. She does a great job. She'll do an even better job for us. Wendy, um, she hasn't never met a stranger. She she can talk. She, she does amazing things. I've seen over the years uh, she sets her mind to do something. She does. We need we need more people like her involved in not just uh, not just uh, football, but in in sports and uh, general. You know, just everything. You know, people like her are a rarity that, that do things to you know to help people out, and most of the time don't even have a have a dog in the race. It's just their nature. You know, we need. We need more of those kind of people involved in uh, in these sports and everything. You know, so she's the kind of person who makes everybody and everything around her better. And uh, I, I appreciate that. And I appreciate her uh, hard work, like I say, for our league and, and for our team and, and all that kind of stuff. She she does a, a really really good job. She's up these kids and uh, they keep her hopping and wanna, you know, to take on more is amazing and be able to be willing to, to do, you know, what it takes to make a lot of phone calls, visit a lot of people, go talk to a lot of people, have to explain to them what's going on. Most of them don't want to give you the time of day and for her to, you know, to keep keep right on. Just keeping on. That that's amazing to have people like that on the on the team. Uh, you know, the, the team, the league, and everything. So we're we're expecting big things for them. And, uh, looking forward to Jennifer uh, and uh, whoever else these girls she's going to get to put on this girls camp. These girl scouts get them involved in whatever we can. And you know, last year I know. A lot of people don't uh, know, but uh, Junior Gindelsberger, she teaches school at Unicoi High. She had her band to come and uh, play at our home football games, and their uh, band, whatever you call them, teacher, I guess it'd be director, whatever, uh, 
um, actually, you know, how they worked out that they could come and, and get extra credit, you know, for coming and helping, you know, for showing up, and that's pretty cool. And, you know, you'd be surprised how amazing that was to have them there to help, you know, that they did. You know, with that band being there, that was, that was really amazing. And, and this year we went to the uh, Titans game to play. Wendy had it worked out with the high school I was talking about where we went that, uh, you know, the cheerleaders went. We're hoping that, to get them involved this year in our, in our home games as well. Um, that that's And that's the kind of stuff that, you know, a lot of people care less about. And you know what? In all seriousness, most of the people on our team can care less about it. You know, a lot of a lot of the a lot of the people in sports are it's all about them. But you know, great people do great things, and very rarely get a lot out of it other than the satisfaction. And that, and that's true. So there's a lot to be said said for that. You know, for people. You know, like Miss BJ doing this radio show, and Wendy out here hustling, and. You know, we all don't just get rich for doing things that we love or, or want to do. As much as we'd love to, it just don't always happen that way. But uh, anyway, uh, maybe next week I'll um, be able to share a little bit with you of our special event. I'm not going to go into detail tonight about it. I'm going to keep it a secret between our team. And maybe next week we'll have a talk a little bit about it. Maybe even get a few guests on to talk a little bit about it. I get these girls to come on. Some of them are so shy they won't come on, and some of them won't ever set up when they come on, so you got to balance the <laughs> balance it out between them to, to get them there, but uh, uh, anyway, hey, I appreciate everybody for listening and tuning in, and uh, we're going to do our best to make this, make this show better. I know Football, women's football is right around the corner. Man, that gets us excited and gives us a lot more to talk about. Uh, get these women on here and uh, start getting them involved, talking to some of these teams and their owners. These girls play, you know, the, getting some of the uh, winning, winning girls on there, the, some girls from winning teams from the week before. And even talk uh, on here to talk about their game and, and how things went and all that. So uh, we're we're looking forward we're looking forward to what we've got going on here and with Lee with with our team and this radio show and, and uh, everything involved. So uh, appreciate everybody for listening. Hope you have a good night. Maybe next week we'll have some uh, have a few girls on to talk about some things. So till then. See you next week.